Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Giving Hope Podcast. I am so happy to um, introduce Amy Loper with you guys. Um, She is such an amazing friend. I truly enjoyed getting to know her. We are Instagram buddies and ministers, so it was really neat to really, really, truly get to know her more. And I know you're going to love her story, her heart for Jesus, and for people. So here's Amy Loper. Welcome to the Giving Hope Podcast. Well, thank you. I am so thrilled to that you invited me. I'm just so excited. Yeah, this is going to be so much fun. I can't wait to get to know you a little bit better. I've been reading and following you for a little while now. Um, yeah, and I've been stalking you right back. awesome yeah so um I know somewhat about your story and your ministry and um I listen to your videos that you post and everything like that um but we'll just go ahead and get started and let everybody know who you are and just some background and you can you know go for it all out about your ministry and you know what God is doing in your life all right well um As you already know, my name is Amy Loper. Um, Uh I was born here in Arizona, where where I still live. Mm -hmm. And you would think that that means that I am used to heat. (laughs) (laughs) I am not. I'm not kidding you. It's been like up to 112 already here. It's crazy. Oh, my. No, that's not right. (laughs) And with, with quarantine, you know, we used to go places and go to you, you go basically from the air conditioning in your house to the air conditioning in your car to the air conditioning mm-hmm. in somebody else's place. And now <laughs> you're just, you're really stuck inside. So um, yeah. it's a whole new level. I mean, other people in other parts of the country, they hibernate in the winter. Mm-hmm. We hibernate in the summer. You can't yeah. go out or you might die. Yeah, so it's yeah. Pretty, it's pretty crazy outside. Um, my, I am married to the love of my life. Uh, his name is Tim. We've been married for almost 30 years. Wow. Isn't that, I mean, we were just talking the other night about how has it been 30 years? <laughs> that just I doesn't, I remember my parents' 30th anniversary. This seems insane right? to me. So yeah. Um, yeah. Both of us still feel like we're in our 20s or 30s. And so it just doesn't same, make same. sense. I understand. I understand that completely. But I'm like, how yeah. do I have a how do I have an adult child? Yeah. It doesn't seem right. I'm not even an adult yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we have three, three adult oh, children. Goodness. So they're all to the age where I wouldn't share with you their age. <laughs> so uh, they're daughters. So they, so uh, they're all grown. They all have, they're all married. They all have families of their own. Uh, wow. All little children. We have seven grandchildren. Yeah, yeah. Wow. which is a lot of fun and a lot yeah. of prayer, you know, <laughs> true. Somehow I thought that when my kids were grown, I would care less for that. You know, I would be a little mm-hmm. bit more aloof, a little bit more like, well, you do your own thing now. And it's just, yeah. it's just Mm-mm. not, it's not that way. I care a lot. And of course, mm-hmm. I care about my grandkids, and it it makes the prayer list really long. And yes, it and, does. <laughs> and the hubs and I pray for them a lot and daily and multiple times a day. And uh, so uh, it's a long prayer list, but it's a it's it's a beautiful thing too. 
That's so, awesome. Yeah. yeah, I am a writer. I blog mm-hmm. and I am working on books, um, mostly working on getting an agent right now, but I'm working on okay. books. I've got a couple manuscripts because I am nice. that person who gets way ahead of herself. I, I have no... <laughs> I have no trouble sitting down and just writing, writing, writing. In fact, one of the books I wrote, I wrote in a month. Um, I was out of town for a month um, Uh and pretty much alone. It's a long story. I was waiting for the arrival of one of my grandbabies. And Mm -hmm. I was in an Airbnb for a month, Mm -hmm. little over the garage loft. And I just banged out a book it was fantastic it was a lot of fun and so that's yeah that that's a lot of fun for me I love to write and I also love to preach uh you know Mm -hmm. like you said I've got my one minute vlogs because you know one minute is the cap on Instagram so when I started this (laughs) started doing them uh oh about three and a half years ago now um Mm -hmm. I I capped it at a minute, which means I speak kind of fast, (laughs) but, um, somehow the Lord helps me and I'm able to cram a lot of information in a minute. And, um, Mm -hmm. uh, I produce those every single Thursday. So they go out and I preach on my, an itinerant basis, which (laughs) of course with quarantine, that's not happening right now. So, but that is, that's my jam. That's what I love to do. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So how so how did you know that you were like, this is it. This I have something to say and I'm just gonna, you know, God has just put this on my heart. Yeah. Like when did you know you had a call in your life to do to share your your testimony? Well, that's a really interesting story. I um my parents got saved when I was about two years old, rather dramatically. My mom was healed. Mm from hypoglycemia and it was a really dramatic salvation for them and a beautiful story. And Mm -hmm. I was saved when I was four, according to my mother. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I began a journey of, you know, I always say this, the Lord has a plan for our lives, but so Mm -hmm. does the enemy and the enemy likes to come in and drive that wedge. That's his goal is to drive a wedge between you and the Lord. And so I began at the age of five to write songs to Jesus. I was so in love. That's precious. I I love it. I would actually literally sit on mounds of laundry in in the hallway in my home and my my parents' home, obviously, and and write Mm -hmm. little songs to Jesus and and do the best I could spelling things out phonetically. And (laughs) and at that time, I I saw the Lord tell me through, uh, I guess I would would call it a vision, which sounds a little out there. And I will agree, it sounds out there. Um, But I saw Mm -hmm. the Lord in a vision while I was writing a song. And he told me that uh, this was what I was supposed to do, that I was supposed to preach the gospel. And of course, this is the 70s. And so um, (laughs) there was the feminist movement, but there was also the opposing movement Mm -hmm. um, to um, keep women from preaching. And so I thought, well, God must be wrong. (laughs) Um, because I, I am a woman, so that, right. that must be a problem here. 
And of course, the enemy came in with all kinds of uh, issues in my life of rejection and fear, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, particularly the fear that I would never be loved. And that fear combined Mm -hmm. with um, with rebellion led me down a really, really dark road in my teens where I ended up pregnant, Mm -hmm. um, just honestly, just trying to secure love. And, you know, when you do that, that's love is the last thing you find. That's a good way of putting it. Secure love. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Mm -hmm. And I did not find love, but I got pregnant and Mm -hmm. as a teenager and I got married to the young man who got me pregnant and that, um, well, it started right even before the marriage, but uh, it just exploded in a lot of abuse, a lot Mm -hmm. of physical abuse. Um, of course, a lot of, obviously with that, a lot of emotional, psychological, verbal abuse as well. Um, mm-hmm. And once the my baby was born, it was clear to me that that this was a dangerous situation that I was in. And I was not yeah. going to be able to fix him, which was, you know, my goal and what I thought I could do, <laughs> right? We, right enough to think that you could fix another human being and I was Mm -hmm. just gonna make it right I was gonna make it work and um, Mm a little bit of control issues there and um, but obviously that wasn't working and the abuse was getting worse and and things like that and so I left that relationship obviously and then I had to work through obviously a lot of forgiveness a lot of healing from trauma of course and Mm -hmm. um I, I didn't have a good resource for counseling at that time. I recommend Christian counseling very highly. Um, Mm -hmm. I recommend that it be Christian. I recommend that it be professional. Right. Um, But I did not have that in my life. And so uh, honestly, the Lord coached me so beautifully as I look back at it. I can't believe the things he taught me during that time that, I hear professionals saying all the time now, you know what I mean? Yeah. That God breathes yes. stuff right there. Yeah. And so just mm-hmm. remarkable uh, healing from all of that mm-hmm. trauma. And so I, the call on my life came at a young age was also just kind of the enemy tried to come in and completely divert that. But there is always, when I was coming out of that relationship, I began to teach in high schools and junior high schools about, uh, on behalf of um, Arizona Right to Life and the crisis pregnancy mm-hmm. centers and things like that. And that teaching, that desire to teach, that desire to communicate and communicate God's love um, yeah. has always been a driving force for me. And um, mm-hmm. we, as a, after uh, the divorce, obviously, and, and um, then I got married to my husband, Tim, a few years later, and um, we have been teaching since the beginning of our marriage. We've been teaching everything from parenting classes to marriage preparation classes to marriage awesome. counseling, you know, so we've just always been teaching. But in the last decade or so, that drive to just honestly, just to teach the word of God has been mm-hmm. my that's always been what I've wanted to do. Yeah, that's, I think that's something that also is, it plays into the reason why a lot of people make the decisions that they do out of sheer ignorance 
of what the word of God, that there is an answer in the word of God for every situation that you have. And if you don't know it, if you're not equipped with the answer, because he is the answer, then the decisions that you make will be mixed with, and every decision we make will be mixed with this, but it'll be imbalanced with your way you grow up, Mm -hmm. your culture, you know, your denomination, your political stance, whatever it is. And God's like, no, it needs to be tilted more in God's favor. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Then, yeah, those things are going to continue to attribute to your outlook, but it shouldn't be an equal measure. Yes. Yeah. And being filled with the word of God, that that's the key right right there. We are to be citizens of heaven first and foremost. And that Mm -hmm. leaves um, culture aside. That leaves family origins aside. It leaves all everything or flesh aside, everything. And it centers us on what does God want me to do in this situation right now today? And getting in touch with that each and every day is a big part of what I try to, to teach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's really, really good. I think that's so important. Yeah. I, I was um, talking to a friend just a minute ago about the lack of discipleship, like just true discipleship yeah. that happens in the body of Christ. Now there are many people that are, they have it right. They they're doing it right, but there's just a huge chunk that is just being dropped out yeah. with, learn how to learn your word, how mm-hmm. to learn it and apply it where it doesn't become a, Oh, I did my 30 minutes. Exactly. Today. Oh, I, d- I did my hour today. I prayed this section mm-hmm. today. No, it's, this is your lifeline. Right. I really try to um, encourage people and, and encourage myself because I can fall out of the, the practice mm-hmm. of it. But when you sit down to read the Bible every day, just ask Holy Spirit, just come and speak to me. Show me what you want to teach me today. And it doesn't, matter mm-hmm. where in the word you open up the holy spirit is able to teach you something it's not like mm-hmm. you said it's not just about doing your time it's about hearing and obeying and letting yes. the word yes. transform us being renewed in the spirit of our mind by the word mhm yeah in every single aspect yeah. of it that that it is applicable in every single aspect of what you're doing whether marriage yes. finance raising children, your just daily life and how to deal with people in everyday situations. He's, he's there. The word of God is applicable in every situation. That's right. You know, my husband was uh, this morning and he was wanting to, you know, this whole situation in our country with the um, racial Mm. divide and the the pain that Mm -hmm. so many people are feeling right now. Um, Excuse me it just, it just has really broken our hearts. And my husband wanted to Mm -hmm. post because our thing is we don't want to stay neutral. We don't want to just be silent because we happen to be white. This is a human issue. It is not a black and white issue. And um, exactly. So he, he got up this morning and he's like, he's like, I want to write something. You know, you have that passion, but you don't know if you can actually put words to it. And he opened up the Bible where he has been reading, you know, it's just like he's Mm -hmm. reading in sequence. And so he's in a book of judges and everything he read this morning spoke to him about what he should write. You know, it's that kind of thing. When you are open to the Holy Spirit teaching you through his word, he can speak into any situation and guide your life. That's right. That is so, that is so right. 
That is so true. Um, we try to teach our boys the same thing. I'm like, you're getting aggravated. I'm like, go to your room and travel. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, right, like right now. I love that answer because what, but you, what you need to do is see that you know some people in the Word of God were aggravated yeah. too. Yeah. You know they were they were frustrated. They screamed oh, out into right. the heavens. They they didn't know why you know their their nation was being taken over by heathens. Right. You know they didn't they didn't they didn't get the full picture. And once they spoke to God, once they had that face to face moment with him, he revealed the answer and it's right. Yeah. It's right there. That's why we have to read yes. it. So it's, it's, it gives us more perspective of see God gave us the yes. tools. He gave us a guideline on how he sees things and how, what it, what happens when we don't obey right. his word, right? the consequences of living in rebellion and unforgiveness and, um, and with an unrepented heart and what happens when we do, when we are um, clinging on to the right hand mm-hmm. of God mm-hmm. and living our life in righteousness. And he blesses yes. that and he honors yeah. that. And I try to tell my kids, I tell mamas this too. I'm like, this is the perfect teaching opportunity especially for believers to say, this is, see what's happening in the world. This is what happens when you're ruled by your flesh and you allow the enemy to be the loudest voice in your Mm -hmm. ear instead of the voice of the Holy spirit. That's what happens. This is what it looks like. This is the the fruit of that spirit. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. What a great thing to teach your sons. Just that's what, that's a life skill that all of our kids need. To yes. Do. You're feeling aggravated. You're feeling frustrated. Run to the word, run to the word, run to, run to worship, run to Jesus, get in mm-hmm. his face. Don't ever turn your back, yell in his face. If you have to, if you're that aggravated, you know, that's what Job did. He, he was complaining to God, but <laughs> yeah. he never turned his back yeah. on God. And that's the important thing is that when you have complaints, go to the face of Jesus, go to him. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah, and there will yes. be correction. There will be that time of pressing where he's like, okay, now do you want to be right. refined to get all that, that mm-hmm. stuff out of you? Are you willing to go through mm-hmm. that process? And I believe right now the church, the body of Christ is going through a refiner's yeah. fire. He's like, do you want to go out there and preach the gospel? Because out there is <laughs> ugly, <laughs> you know, <laughs> let me show you yeah. how ugly it actually yeah. is. Because I think we've had this delusional um, vision of what the world looks like, because we have this comfort of, we have our favorite movie stars. <laughs> we have our favorite athletes. We have our favorite this and we have our favorite that. Well, once all that is stripped away, what yeah. do you have? Yeah what do we truly have? And it's like, if it's not the father, if it's not the word of God, what do you right. really what are you have? Building on? And the, mm. exactly. And he's like, this is what the world is chasing. And this is what it, they re, what they're really like. Let me show you what they're really <laughs> like. So, you know yeah. what we're up yeah. against, yeah. you know, it is so, it's so crazy. Do you see your ministry? Like as you're, um, as you've been watching like the news and like what you said about your husband trying to get the words, do you see your ministry changing on how you um, change just how you approach people and the gospel? Do you see that changing now that, especially having the time to think about it during quarantine? Um, yeah, because I work from home and um, mm-hmm. do ministry 24 seven, you know, that's, that's, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I'm very blessed in that way. Uh-huh. I, Quarantine hasn't really changed my life. 
Um, but there mm-hmm. are things around it there, you know, quarantine is kind of getting overshadowed by the situation in our culture right now. And, um, right. I think those things are weighing a lot more heavily on people's hearts and just trying to, like I said, to just stand up and say, I'm not going to be neutral on this. I'm not going to just stay silent mm-hmm. because I don't have the enough good words. I'm, you know, a lot lately, I've just been posting other people's words that have really hit the mark for me because at, even as a writer, mm-hmm. I, I just can't find the words to adequately express. And so even if I have to borrow, yeah. uh, you know, borrowing a quote from uh, different people, like uh, the Blaise Pascal quote about not remaining neutral, um, that's just really, right. that's important to, to just not stay neutral. In fact, the, what my husband posted today were, were the last words of uh, Judges 19 when it says, we have to do mm-hmm. something. So speak up. Mm-hmm. And so he was, he posted that. Right. So speak up. And so that's what we've got to yeah. do is we've got to stand in, in um, community shoulder to shoulder and say, this is not okay. Yeah. And it's not going to have any quarter. It's not going to have a hiding place with me because I am of a different color. Exactly. That's good. That's good. Yeah. We having that, what do we do now right. with our community? Cause I mean, I don't live like you're in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I'm in Texas. You know, we don't live right. in Minnesota. We don't live in right. Michigan. Um, but our, but our communities still yes. have to deal with this, have to hear the voice of the people who aren't being, um, that don't have a voice that are being silenced yeah. pretty much. <clears throat> and as a believer, being able to show people the love of Jesus through the pain and um, anger and um, just frustration, especially those of those that are still having to remain right. in isolation and not feeling like they have um, a way to go out. Like they can't go to protests. They can't get out of their house to do anything mm-hmm. or whatever the situation may be, but to be that example for others to like, okay, well, this is what right. you can do at right. home. Start right. praying. And, you know, this is such a time of upheaval between one thing and another. I think everybody is touched Mm -hmm. by it. And um, I'm just, I just keep coming back to, to being face to face with Jesus. You know, that's what it's really all about for me. And, and I think about Isaiah 26, three, that tells us that, that God keeps him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on him. And, um, you know, that Mm -hmm. peace isn't just a wish, you know, like, peace out you know it's not like that it's not it's not a simple right just saying peace as as we would say good luck or something like that that peace is a sure Mm -hmm. thing because jesus declared it over us in john 14 he declared it over us Mm -hmm. he said i'm giving you my peace and so we can Mm -hmm. hold on to that as we keep our eyes on jesus as we keep our eyes on him yeah yeah yeah, that is so true. Being able to um, trust that yeah. and not be overwhelmed right. by what's happening right. in this world. Because, you know, Jesus said, to, you know, mm-hmm. be at peace. Like you think when he brings you saying, because he lists all these just destructive mm-hmm. things that are happening. He's like, but be encouraged. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> You're like, I, 
I don't know how to be. What you just said sounds really bad, Jesus. <laughs> that sound like our, our version like, of encouragement, doesn't yeah, it? <laughs> exactly. But even even Paul, he says he, when he says that he was like rejoicing, but he's writing yeah. it from prison. He's like, I come with you. I'm coming to you with um, with a happy heart and blessings because I've heard of what you're doing mm-hmm. in my absence. Mm-hmm. You know, those things that he says, it's like in while he's hanging from right. his arms yeah. in prison, you know, having someone write, yeah. write for him. It's, it's that, you know, knowing that Jesus, if we cling to him and his truth and his truth, not the truth of right. the media, not the truth of, right. of your political party, the truth of our God's word, you know, you'll, yeah. you'll be able to make it through and not be so. Right. You know, that, that kind of peace, that kind of joy is it's supernatural because it's not something we can. Yes, it is. That's a funny word, but conjure. We can't like make it happen in our strength and try to you know, right. force it. I will be happy. It's really mm-hmm. a surrender of trust that can bring that kind of, yes. of peace and that kind of joy. It is a supernatural thing. So trying to make it happen is not mm-hmm. where it's at it's not where where we're gonna find no. peace and joy yeah no it's not so have y'all been able to go to church or have uh, <clears throat> have actual not services? yet our church yet? has been um doing them online like um basically a live stream mm-hmm. and so we've been enjoying that a lot um they are just as of yesterday um opening the doors back up for a few, you know, trying to create that distance, create Mm -hmm. that space and, and be respectful of what people need. You know, this is a really, this isn't a time to say, well, you're in faith because you went to church or you're not in faith because you didn't go to church. It's, it's a time to love one another. It's a time to just love one another where we're at. You know, I'm one of the high risk group, unfortunately. Um, I've got some health issues that make Mm -hmm. me part of that group. And uh, my husband's job is really particular about who he's around right now. Um, So we have not gone back to church, um, but we are enjoying church from the couch um, listening, listening to the <laughs> live stream or to a podcast and worshiping together and, and things like that. And it's, it's, it's been very different. I can't wait to get my arms around some people and hug them. Um, and that kind of yeah. thing, but not yet. We're going to see how the next couple of weeks goes. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So keeping encouraged while you're there and still yes. doing ministry. Yes, from absolutely. Home. That's one of the beautiful things about the era that we live in. I mean, I have a child who lives on the East Coast and she's got two little ones, little, little ones. And I see them every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we FaceTime nearly every single yeah. day. And I love that. I'm so blessed by that. And I know that a lot of us are getting what I've heard termed as Zoom gloom. <laughs> from staring at our screens and meetings <laughs> and stuff like that. But um, it is a blessing nonetheless that we are able to keep connected, that mm-hmm. we're able to um, visit with friends over Zoom and, and have a dinner party over Zoom and some of the other kind of crazy things we've done. Right. We did a family reunion over Zoom the other day. It was really it was really fun. Like, yeah. I don't know, 16, 18 people on, on a Zoom meeting. It was insane. But it was fun. Uh, oh, Yeah, that's really cool. (laughs) Yeah, we've had, um, of course, we have a business here in town. We teach music lessons on the side. So um, 
uh, when this all started, of course, you know, having a small right. business in a small town, we, you know, they, when they said to close our doors, we're like, <laughs> oh, okay, how do we, <laughs> how do we survive? But because we teach music lessons, we were able to continue with oh, Zoom and Skype and FaceTime and even Facebook Messenger. And I was telling my husband, I was like, can you imagine, you know, people are ca- calling this the next Great Depression. I'm like, yeah, but the Great Depression yeah. didn't have internet. Yeah. You know, or right, online right. stores, you know, that where people could buy things online and keep them alive. And that's honestly what uh, was yeah. making or breaking a lot of even ministries is that fact that a lot, if you didn't jump on the online bandwagon, right. and, you know, it's going to be a little bit harder for for people to um to do that have you had a lot have y'all had a lot of businesses closed um, down yeah where you are smaller businesses uh trying to um make sure that you know when we go back to being out and ordering out and all those things can we make sure that we try mm-hmm. to you know we, we don't want to abandon chains and and things but can we try to be mindful of the smaller businesses that are really struggling right now and and um mm-hmm. give them our business as much as we can yeah yeah that's so true um we have we've had one or two mm. in our town of course it's you know we have 3000 oh, wow. people 3 32,000. Uh, yeah, not 3,200 people. Like, yeah, not, mm, not yeah. a very big town at all. Um, but we're close enough to Dallas and um, another small, a bigger, bigger ish town on the west of us, the east and the west of us. Mm. We have pretty good sized towns. Um, so that traffic that oh, comes through good, has yeah. kept us going. But, um, but we've noticed, we noticed quite a bit of change in all of that. But um, going back to the online, <clears throat> ministry and stuff like that. Have you uh, noticed um, a lot more ministries popping up since? You know, I don't know that I have noticed that. I have noticed, (laughs) I think in every community, we all broke the internet that first Sunday when we were all trying to live stream on (laughs) Facebook. But that that was fun. Yes. Um, (laughs) It was cool in the aspect of everybody's trying this and, and nobody's just like, giving up we're just trying to meet people's needs in different ways and that's 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 really what it's Mm -hmm. all about and trying to meet people's needs so Mm -hmm. hopefully there are ministries popping up i've seen some that are trying to help other ministries get online as fast as possible you know who weren't like as you say weren't online before all this hit and Mm -hmm. uh, who are trying to help people get up and running online so that's 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 neat too. Yeah. Yeah. What encouragement would you give to people who want to step out and what are some do's and don'ts that you've learned about Mm. being online in ministry of getting your voice Um, heard? Well, for me, it seems like the lesson is always (laughs) patience. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good one. Oh um, yeah. (laughs) You know, do what the Lord tells you to do. That's the first thing. Always, always, always don't be swayed by what other people Mm -hmm. think or say you should do, or, you know, trying to jump through all the hoops, do exactly what you feel like the Lord is telling you to do. And, um, Mm -hmm. and, and let him be responsible for the fruit. You're responsible for obeying him. 
he's responsible for the fruit. Yes. Um, He will bring the fruit Mm -hmm. in his timing. You know, the word says that he is glorified by our fruit, by us producing and reproducing in ministry. He's glorified by that. He's also glorified by the journey itself and what it does in our hearts. So it's Mm. not all about um, getting our message out. It's also about what God is transforming us into to make us more usable, more Mm -hmm. fruitful, more like him. Mm -hmm. And um, I think sometimes we can get a little too laser focused on producing and a little less focused on, okay, behind Mm -hmm. the scenes, am I doing the most important thing? Am I meeting with God? Am I carrying am i abiding in him and he's abiding in me what a beautiful relationship what a beautiful picture of intimacy yes just that we're abiding in Mm -hmm. one another it's not that i visit him every morning for 30 minutes while i pray and then 30 minutes while i read it's not about (laughs) visiting it's about abiding and so Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter where you are in ministry if you're just starting out or if you're 20 years in or 30 years in it doesn't matter the most important thing you're going to do every day is connect with the lord connect with him Mm -hmm. face-to-face connection like that that's that's what's essential and everything else you know can wait Everything else comes secondary to that relationship with the Lord. Because if you're not full of him, what do you really have to offer anybody else? (laughs) That's so true. It's just yourself. You know, it's just, you know, trying to fit this mold. I've noticed a lot of people, they're trying to fit the the parameters of a mold. Um, That's why I tell people, I'm like, you're not going to see me all the time on Insta stories. And if it is, I'm not going to. I'm not going to dress up. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> I, 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 you know, cause I am way too busy to spend time. I mean, I wear makeup and sure. I do my hair and I'm girly and I love all that kind of stuff, but, but I don't fit the formula. If, if the Holy spirit tells me yeah. to say something, I'm going to say something. If he tells yeah. me to post something, I'm going to post something. And if I just walked in off, you know, cause he talks mm-hmm, to me mm-hmm. when I'm in the yard weeding and mowing or I'm walking to my mom and dad's house or whatever. And then I have to stop. I'm like, okay, I have Mm. to sit down and I have to record and I tell (laughs) boys, boys be quiet. I'm going live, you know? And, (laughs) and that's what I do. But if, if we're so caught up in the formula, the Instagram formula, the Facebook formula, you know, how to get a thousand followers in (laughs) five minutes or, you know, whatever we, we lose track of what, why right. are you, what is yeah. the message what am I though? Really <laughs> is, is the message? Yes. Is the message to get followers of yourself or right. followers right. of Jesus? Exactly. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to get uh, somebody to remember me. I need somebody to remember Jesus, you know? now a word from our sponsors. Now let's get back to our program. Yes, that is the biggest, the, right. The biggest focal point. If you walk away from me and I mean, 
Yes. Say, oh, I love your freckles. I love your hair, yeah, whatever. Yeah. People are going to say yeah. that kind of stuff. And, that, and that's great. Wonderful. But if that's know, all you got sometimes... from me, <laughs> you're never going to see me again. I'm like, I don't want right? you to I ever see my face again. I'll pour my heart and soul into a post and somebody will say, oh, I love your blouse. And I'm like, okay, but <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> I know. But did you get that one point that he wrecked me on? Like Jesus wrecked me. And I want you to feel this, to feel that same connection that, you know, and, but that's all you walked away from. And that, and honestly, that's, I'm sure I know, I shouldn't say I'm sure. I know that's how Jesus felt when people are listening to him (laughs) and they're like, okay, so what's for lunch? After me for the bread, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know, he's like, the Messiah right is you. sitting right here. You have an opportunity right. that Elijah wanted, that Moses wanted, that these prophets were praying about and realize. Can you imagine like Daniel realizing that right. his generation was not the generation yeah. that the Messiah yeah. was going to come and deliver yeah. after being captured by Babylon, you know, like, and now the Jewish men and women are able to sit at the right. feet of their Messiah. And all they were right. worried about was, yeah, what, you've was got the bread lunch, of life you know? in front of you and you just want the <laughs> bread. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We can be so blind. That is so true. But yeah, I, but not getting caught up in the minutia of right. followers and likes and right. who's got what, when, where. Yeah, that's is, not um, an easy thing. It's an easy thing to say. Don't get caught up in it. But then you can catch yourself getting caught up with it. And don't beat yourself up. Just come back to central. This is where God has me. He's responsible for yeah. the fruit. I'm just responsible yes. to obey. Whether or not he brings what I thought mm-hmm. was going to come out of this or not is his responsibility. As long as I'm being obedient, that's all that counts. Yeah. And don't you know, don't you feel like it's oh, like, yeah. it takes the oh, pressure totally. off. Oh yeah. Immensely. You get into ministry Immensely. You're going to be bombarded with um, requests for help mm-hmm. um, that may or may not be legitimate mm-hmm. or that are from you know, places that you've never heard of before. And, you know, and you're also going to be bombarded Mm -hmm. with constant advertisements on how to grow following, how to grow your Instagram following, how to grow an email list, how to, how to reach more people, how to get your book published. It's constant. And you can go down every single rabbit trail and end up nowhere. You just need to do what God tells you to do. And that takes Mm -hmm. so much. You're absolutely right. Takes so much of the pressure off so much of the stress and that it's, it's not up to me. It's not up to me. I'm responsible to obey, Mm-mm. yes. But God's responsible for the fruit. Right. Yeah. He he gives the increase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He does. He gives the increase. So what um what devotionals <laughs> other than writing your own books and getting those published, which I'm excited about. Yeah. It's really exciting to get that to yeah. know that you're on the way to doing all that. But what devotionals and studies um do you do like read the Bible in 90 days or 365 is, is there something that God is really pouring you pouring into you right now? Well, I spend a lot of time in the word and I let that pretty much be spirit led. Like, where do you want me to read? Not necessarily Mm -hmm. every day because I'm a very chronological person. Like if I start a book, I will finish the book, even if it's a lousy book, Um, which is ridiculous. (laughs) I know, but it's my personality. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, that is so much better than me. I'm like, I, oh, chapter one. I'm ridiculous, blah, blah, though. I can't eh, even I'm moving skip, on. like, the preface <laughs> and the acknowledgments. It's ridiculous. And so I try to, my thing is I try to stay flexible to what the Holy Spirit wants me to do because that's my area of mm-hmm. weakness is inflexibility. So um, I just stay where he has me. I also, I am in love with, um, I don't know if you've heard of him. He's an old time preacher. Uh, his, his name is Andrew Murray. Um, he is oh, no, I haven't. amazing. I love Andrew Murray. And I happen to have, he did a lot mm-hmm. of um, devotionals. Uh, a lot of 31 day devotionals. Mm-hmm. And I happen to have a compilation book of 12 of his uh, devotionals. They're not all oh, wow. 31 day, but I have been going through that devotional. It's about two and a half inches thick. Um, but I've been going through that every year for the last two, three years um, because it's just so meaty. Oh, wow. It's so rich. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he was like, born in the 1800s so this version has been adapted linguistically so that we can understand it Um, oh i can imagine but yeah he's one of my favorite writers (laughs) best book in the world um well one of the best books in the world i have a hard time saying that is humility by andrew murray and i love that book little tiny book i mean you can read it i read it the first time i read it i read it on an airplane between here and and tennessee um little tiny book but (laughs) incredibly rich and i reread that book every year um so i i like doing that for my devotional and you know again i just love how Mm -hmm. how the holy spirit works with the devotional have you i'm sure you've experienced how you're Mm -hmm. going through something you've got questions you need answers from the lord and you open up your devotional and it just happens to be the day they talk about what exactly you needed to hear I love that about devotionals. Yep. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but I, I spend most of my time just not in devotionals, but in the word itself. And, you know, again, you just, you can't go mm-hmm. wrong there. And the Holy Spirit, and just letting the Holy Spirit, you know, sitting yeah. down and saying, okay, Holy Spirit, teach me. And then getting to the end and saying, okay, what did you teach me? Um, is really important <laughs> so that you can actually not just, like yeah. you said before, not just do your time put in your 30 minutes or whatever, um, Mm -hmm. but actually grow. Yes. Allow the Holy Spirit to develop what you've learned throughout the day before, until the next time you sit down and spend time with him. And, 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 um, (laughs) what word I'm trying to say in uh, interrupted, uninterrupted, right? Okay. Yes. Time where you have just you and him. You know, where you're sitting there, um, being able to just devour and listen and be still those moments, you know, getting a really good, um, devotional or scripture or, cause the Holy spirit will tell you, like, I've had moments where he says, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. read the book of Joel and like, I've been on my walks and I'll listen to it, have it playing and it just goes, (laughs) Amos you know, Obadiah, you know, just keeps going like, whoa, this is some heavy stuff. No wonder (laughs) pastors don't preach on these, these books that much, because this is like, woe to you, you know, you sinners. But I love getting those really, really um, meaty, like you said, those rich 
deep yes. teaching that yes. that makes me think. Yeah, I and I, reevaluate because of my personality. I also, and I wrote a, a blog about this recently. I also read all the stuff. I mean, all the 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 genealogies and the oh my goodness, the how to sacrifice the bull versus the the lamb and what do you do with the awful and you know <laughs> and the tail you know all those kind of a little bit yeah like yeah really my yeah. parts so um you know you get done reading that one day and I was actually reading about the construction of the of the of the temple and how much detail I mean how much every bit of gold and bronze and wood and all how Mm -hmm. much it weighed and I was got done with that and I was like okay holy spirit what you teach me and you know what I didn't hear anything but the next morning while I was getting ready I wasn't (laughs) thinking about it I wasn't meditating on it like maybe I should have been but I wasn't I was just getting ready and into my spirit (laughs) drops the word of the uh, from the Lord just like you know what I pay attention to every bit of every detail that goes into effort for me Mm -hmm. and I honor it I see every bit and you know a lot of the stuff that I have done in ministry has gotten a piddly response can I just be honest it's gotten a small response some of it has Mm. been huge and some of it has been hello crickets I'm right there Mm -hmm. but God notices every bit (laughs) and he honors every bit of what I've done it doesn't matter if mm-hmm. nobody's seen it. I mean, I, I yeah. wrote songs for years. Nobody's heard. Mm-hmm. And, but it didn't matter. It was actually <laughs> part of me developing my ability to hear from the Lord and communicate with the Lord and my writing ability yep. and, and different things like that. But I thought they were going to be songs, sung. Well, no, but that's okay. God noticed. Yeah. And he took note of it. it yeah. Right. Well, they are to him. He heard them. <laughs> so that's that's what that's what matters is, yes. is just doing it for him. Mm-hmm. That's right. Whenever I started uh, women's Bible study here in my house in, the, in my living room, and oh goodness, four years ago, um, no one. I mean, one or two ladies showed up, and I was just like texting friends, "Hey." Yeah. I'm having a Bible mm-hmm. study. I would love for you to be here. You know, yeah. da, da, da. and of course they came out of just <laughs> friendship and, you know, not because they actually wanted yes, to be there yes. and I love them for it. Thank you, Jesus, for good friends. Yeah. But yeah. then there were days when no one showed up like nobody and my boys would come in and go, mm-hmm. Hey mom, mm-hmm. you know, is, is no one coming? I'm like, you know what, even if, and it was again, another good yeah. teaching opportunity for my children. I said, listen, just because no one mm-hmm. shows that's up right. doesn't mean no one's here. Oh, that's really good. You know, as like that's I'm really here good, and the Holy Spirit's here. It's like if 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 nobody comes to my door, that means the Holy yeah. Spirit wants me all to himself. And I'm going to take so that good. time to be ministered yeah. myself because this is a ministry. Even if I'm not yeah. talking to people, I'm still here. I still need ministry. So I'm going to turn on the worship music and I'm going to yeah. read my word and I'm going to have my moment with the Holy Spirit. So, you know, just because people aren't following you doesn't mean what Mm -hmm. you're doing. Just like you said, it was for you. It was for that, that learning to be able to, God's like, okay, how, how much do you want to step out of ministry? Are you going to step out when no one's following you? Because, you know, no one followed Jesus to the cross. 
you know, mm-hmm. no one, no, you know, I mean, we have a couple of people there, John and Mary and stuff right. at the foot of the cross, but all those people who were following quote unquote, following Jesus yeah. were nowhere yeah. to be seen, but just a couple of people. And more than likely the 5,000 that were like, Hey, yeah. feed us. They were the same ones that were yelling, crucify him. Regardless. So are you right. going to follow him yeah. when no one yeah. is behind you? You know, I did a, I did <laughs> the know? same thing. I did an at home Bible study for a while and it's, it was a lot, it was, you know, half a dozen or so people, it wasn't a big crowd. And then it kind of started to dwindle to about three people coming. And one of those was my mm-hmm. husband. And um, one <laughs> yeah, of the yeah. persons that came, she, I didn't realize this when she first came, but she was brand new in the word. She, she loved Jesus, but she didn't, mm-hmm. she was unwrapping a Bible her first ever Bible in my living room. And that, that was, it just was like, Oh, wow. Amazing privilege and honor. And, and she passed away. That's precious. Completely unexpectedly about six (sighs) months after I started that Bible study. And if it was only for her, gosh, it was so worth it. So worth it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. How precious is that to be able to be used to, again, just touch that one person, to plant that one seed and no telling what her children or the people around her were able to experience to see her say, you know, I'm going, I'm going towards Jesus and the ripple Mm, effect that we have, we'll have no idea. No, no idea, but goodness. Yeah. 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 I know. So we never can't oh, judge. We That's can't precious. judge by what so we what? see. We can't judge our fruit by what we think it looks never. like on the side of heaven. Only God knows what we're actually producing. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like planting a seed yeah. in a field. You don't know what's going on. You don't know the pressure and the change that every seed is going through. I mean, we, we enjoy the fruit of it, but a lot of times we don't know. We don't really truly understand the process. And if we just sit and we have patience, so filled mm-hmm. with the Holy yeah. Spirit that we actually abide in his patience, then we will be able to enjoy the journey no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That, what it looks like. Because we trust that yeah. we trust that he brings yeah. the fruit. Yeah, that's one of the things that be I good, would say no to people what. who are starting out or even, you know, down the road a bit and they're struggling is that it doesn't matter really how far into ministry mm-hmm. you get doubts are going to persist about whether or not you're, you're doing mm-hmm. what you, what all that God wants you to do, whether or not you are fulfilling, the, you know, what we think of mm-hmm. as our calling doubts are going to persist because yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. And it could be outside doubts. People who people talking, like I was talking about uh, the question oh, yeah. about the yeah. voice against women in ministry it could be just that you might uh-huh. see one post uh-huh. of one person or people that, you know, and trust that agree yes. with that and person that's saying so no, women that's, should not be ministers. Um, you know, oh. that's as close as I come as a woman. That's as close as I come to being able to put myself in uh, the shoes of people of color is just because of my gender. You lock mm-hmm. the doors on me, you know, um, that's as close as I can come. But, um, yeah. But it's, it's, it's painful. It's painful. And you, the, 
the more you know Jesus, the more you know that's not his heart. That's just not his heart. You that's know, right. and, and um, that's right. I know that you've interviewed mm-hmm. um, a couple of the actresses from The Chosen uh, Project. And what I have loved yes, about yes. that show is that the women are included. Just like it tells us in the Bible, but that you never see yes. in any other movie, right? Mary was a disciple. Yes. She wasn't one of the 12. Oh. But she was a disciple. And, you know, right. if you want to get into, oh, well, right. the 12 are only men. Well, the 12 were only Jewish people, too. Let, let's be honest. So, so right. should all the Gentiles? Exactly. So Gentiles be, be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just ridiculous, right? Um, so, but she was a disciple. In fact, when she sees Jesus in the garden and she calls out Rabboni, Rabboni means my rabbi. It's not a, I used to think it was some cutesy Mm -hmm. name, like an affectionate, oh, my little rabbi. No, it's not that at all. It's a very possessive, strong, it's an actual stronger (laughs) version of the word rabbi that means my rabbi. Jesus was her rabbi. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they gave me chills. I love it. Oh my gosh. Oh, I have watched I, five. Fact, you've seen the show. So you've watched the, the, the show. Yeah. yeah. So I'm up to five. So don't. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll just, we'll just talk about Mary, oh, the Mary's gosh. thing, but whenever he calls her and you see this, and I know this is all can, you know, just his story of yes. Dallas Jenkins, just adding to the Bible. But but the, but her childhood and how yeah. her father told her to remember the words of mm-hmm. Isaiah. And then she kept them with her all her <laughs> life. And I know I'm yes. spoiling a lot, but please just go see it. I, I promise you, um, do not give it justice when you watch it oh, actually acted out. And Elizabeth Tavish did an oh, amazing when, when job. He, oh yeah. my gosh, just chills. <laughs> but whenever Jesus calls her. I turned her, to my husband. <gasps> I was blubbery. I'm like, I ugly cries. going to say that. I'm just <laughs> Blubbering. it was it was beautiful it was beautiful oh my gosh yes and so i just want to say see yeah see see that heart yeah my jesus he loves me people want you especially people in the world that's my jesus who who maybe (laughs) um don't have that personal relationship with jesus they think well yeah god loves everybody but god loves everybody but Mm -hmm. god loves everybody individually he sees you individually. Yes. He sees you individually. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Every single one of us. Lisa Bevere says God does God doesn't like them. God yes. doesn't love us equally. Oh, I love that. He loves us uniquely. Right. It's he's not he's not an equal lover. He goes, right. she said, because that right. means one of us can be replaced. And he goes, and we aren't, we're not replaceable. We, we, he loves each one of us and unique to each one of our specific, yeah. you know, how he designed us specifically. And I, and I love that. And the fact that they were able to portray that and how that relationship is and her honor yeah. to him because she sees him as her Lord, oh, you no. know, they didn't make it into a romantic oh. thing. Cause every time Mary Magdalene is ever introduced yeah. in everybody else's, they try to hint towards that. And they did mm-hmm. it. It was yeah. just literally like a father daughter, you know, like he was, she was like, 
okay, yeah. Father God, uh, and I'm going to be with you wherever. Mm-hmm. You know, when she tells Nicodemus, you know, I was one way and yeah. I was, and now I wasn't, and in, the in between was him. I don't know how what else to tell yeah. you. I was like, exactly, yeah. girl, girl, you nailed that. And that, <laughs> that is, is the, all the our perfect, stories. That is that is right? Jesus. And for anybody, yes, and for anybody to tell you differently mm. is mm. working for the enemy, whether they know it or not. They're working for the enemy um, to negate and diminish how yeah. far God I, can go to see his kingdom come. That's one of my favorite come. things. And I've probably said that like five times already. <laughs> my favorite thing. Um, but one of my favorite things really is how <laughs> God is a redeemer. It's not just something he does. It's who he is. So anything yes. that we put in his hands, whether it's our life yes. or a hopeless looking situation, a child that we just can't seem to reach, whatever it is, a marriage mm-hmm. that's falling apart, whatever, you put that in the hands of God and he will redeem it. He will redeem it. Anything. And it doesn't matter, you know, yes, if you will. think you failed, yes. you've gone too far, whatever. He can redeem that. He can and he can redeem that child mm-hmm. that's lost. Or that yeah. marriage that feels lost, or that business right now, that business right. that feels lost, God's going to redeem it. You put it in his hands and he will find a way. Yes, that is so true. That is so yeah. true. That's good. Amen. Amen. So what do you want your testimony to be? What do you want your children to take away from your life and that you know, well, the echo I, that you I want really to pray that it's those leave for them. That, those, all my favorites, <laughs> the, the intimacy with God, the ability to yes. <laughs> with God, that the God of the universe wants an individualized yeah. relationship with you, with you, not just a casual mm-hmm. visitation, but a, an abiding yeah. relationship that that's huge to me. That's number one. And the, the other one would be, another yeah. one would be redemption. That's who I am. I'm a picture of God's redemption. I mean, can you mm-hmm. set off an atom bomb in your life like I did? I, that was, I, I mean, that, I destroyed my life. <laughs> and yet God redeemed it all. God redeemed it all. And that's mm-hmm. who I am. I'm a picture of God's redemption. And, that, yeah. and the final thing is that God has purpose that's for awesome. our life. Purpose. Each one of us mm-hmm. are created in Amen. this time, in this season, in this way. You know, your little idiosyncrasies, my little idiosyncrasies, they're sacred because God created them that way. Our gender is sacred. Yes. Our race is sacred because God yes. chose it for us. And, and yes. there is purpose in all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. And beauty. Yeah. It makes me so mad when when the enemy tries to destroy that um, mm-hmm. yeah. women saying that they're not women anymore. I'm like, do you realize the fact that God picked you to be woman, to carry the life giving power in right. your loins, to be the the gentle mm-hmm. side, to be the wisdom, to be the discerner, to be the powerhouse, the prayer, right. the lifter. Don't let the enemy yes. rob that of you from you. Do not allow yeah, the enemy to sacred. get between you and God's design. Yeah. Just, it is very sacred. Yeah, that's good. And what one last before we go, what um, last encouragement I, would you give to all of our listeners? Biggest encouragement is to really dive deep into God's love for you. You know, we've been talking about that all this whole interview. It, it's God's mm-hmm. love. But, you know, until I really knew. Yeah 
deeply mm-hmm. in my soul, not just the head knowledge. Oh yeah, I know God loves me, but really knew experientially and <laughs> yeah. dove deep into God's love. I was like a shifting, like shifting sand, mm-hmm. you know, um, if things don't go my way. Oh God, don't you love me? Things fall apart in my life. God, don't you love me? But once <laughs> I got grounded in God loves me, that is not moving. So when mm-hmm. everything else does move, when everything else does fall apart, that's good. <clears throat> that does not move. And that ability to know God's love, it just builds Amen. that trust that no matter that, like I said, no matter what's happening, I can trust mm-hmm. you because I know you love me. I know you love me. And um, yeah. just to um, yeah. let you know, I have oh, free resources yeah. on my website. I don't. <clears throat> Yes. Plug away. I was about to ask you, I was like, what, what, where can people find you? Um, I know you have um, devotionals and um, things on just sure. let people know where sure. they can my, get uh, website your resources and dot com. pretty easy, except that mm-hmm. my name is not spelled like normal people. Um, <laughs> my name is spelled A M I L O P R.com. <laughs> That's my website. I mm-hmm. have free resources on there. And what I was going to tell you is, one of them is about God's love. It's all the scriptures that I found that told me about God's love and how it is, the characteristics of it, that it's individual, that it's not just that blanket love. Oh yeah, I love everybody. It's that individualized, unique love. It's that love that rescues us. It's that love that is compassionate. So I have uh, resources on that. I have Mm -hmm. resources on uh, dealing with rejection because that has really a lot been a a lot of the story of my life Mm. uh rejection fear loneliness those kinds of things scriptures on knowing Mm -hmm. god's compassion you know um my husband and i recently went through an experience where the bottom fell out it felt like and and just um not with each other but a situation that we were both dealing with uh in our life and just coming to a place i actually saw the lord holding me and weeping with me and it was, it just so ministered to my heart that he's oh. not standing aloof and going, come on, Amy, you're stronger than this. Get it together. Come on, big girl, stand up on your own two feet. No, he was holding me and he was weeping with right. me. And, and just out of that was birthed this resource wow, of powerful. how much God's compassion awesome. is for us. And <clears throat> so there's scripture cards that you can print out and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And all of my resources are free. I do have one, excuse me. I do have one resource that you can purchase, um, but it, Mm -hmm. the, the proceeds for it largely go to a a minute, another ministry in Albuquerque. Um, But it's called five things. I wish someone had told me about following my dreams. That's a ridiculously long title, but that's what I, yeah. But it is like the things that I have learned. That's okay. Like, this is going to be hard. <laughs> I love it. But I can do it. Kinds of things that yeah. I have learned through the process. Right. I mean, I'm, I, I felt like the Lord told me what my purpose in life was when I was five years old. And I'm still working on it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so, and, and I haven't really laid yeah. it aside at <laughs> any know. time in my life except in my teens and stuff. Um, but then picked it right back up. And, and Mm -hmm. so it's been a long process. I've been at this for a long time. Um, and so there's, there's been a lot of learning (laughs) and apparently I had a lot to learn. (laughs) 
Yeah. A lot of wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) We all do. And that's a good, that's a good thing to say. It's a good thing to admit because it makes you teachable. Uh, that it's like, oh, we have so much to learn. I've learned so much over the years. Um, I, you know, I tell a lot of the girls that, you know, this isn't a ministry that just popped up all of a sudden. I've been doing ministry for a long time. I just didn't use social media. It wasn't a thing, but it takes a lot. God refines those who, who seek him and he, and he, and you want that and you want to grow and move and and that's um, right be able so we could reach as many people as possible i i tell people it's like i have this amazing invitation to the best party of (laughs) the ages and i want everybody to get an invitation you know (laughs) it's like everybody everybody's invited and i want to make sure everybody gets their invitation ministry is definitely something that is it's that's really cool a lot of closet years and that's that's a good thing that's a good thing you know if you ever Especially yes. as a teacher, if you ever come it to the place where you don't think you need to learn anything from somebody, it's time to stop teaching because, because teaching is learning yes. constantly. That's what it is. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you better watch out. God might call you home. <laughs> you're done, like, you're done oh, you don't think you need to? to okay. Well then, you know. <laughs> you're, you're. You're done. All right. Exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, good. Well, thank you so much, well, Amy. I'm me, so happy that I got to know you better. This is, yeah, you're the greatest. I love thank it. You. I love your testimony. I love your ministry. Thank you for, yep. for being a part of the, <laughs> the fight. <laughs> right. yeah, it is. you know we don't wrestle oh, against is. flesh and blood but it's still yeah. a wrestle you know against yeah we're against on the, the winning enemy. side and we we're winning so that's right there's that <laughs> that's, that's right that's right well thank you so much for your time and your just beautiful heart for jesus you, i appreciate you more than more than you know okay yeah. bye we'll talk Bye-bye. to you soon Thank you guys for listening to Giving Hope. Please be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll see y'all next week.